and welcome to Run the Table. I'm your host, Bryce Tinson, and we have resident fanboy, Obert. Ah! How do you feel? Resident fanboy? Are you not? Of Jake Paul? Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm beyond the fanboy, you know what I mean? Like, What would you say you are? I don't want to be confined to just... I I would say I'm a truth teller. (laughs) (laughs) An eye opener. Okay. <laughs> we will. Uh, we're not going to discuss that quite yet. We're going to have. We're going to have Mike back on, and he's going to be our, our our special guest for for this episode. Um, and and <laughs> Obert and him will go at it like they did in the pre in uh. the in the pre fight. But we're going to start with South Carolina. So the Gamecocks, the Cox, if you will, yeah, are starting are starting a graduate assistant at quarterback in game one. How I mean, like that seems like it's never been done before. I just hope he doesn't blow it for the Cox. <laughs> oh my goodness! I gotta find out who they're playing real quick. Um, no, they're playing some FCS team. Oh, okay. Um, then I guess that's I guess that's fine. And uh, they're apparently not very good. The FCS team, like within FCS, they're you know they're not even not that like good. A, it's not like a North Dakota State. Situation. Well, who would schedule North Dakota State? That just seems like a death. It warrant. does. It does. It's like you're paying them to beat you by twenty one. I don't get it. You know what I mean? So anyway, they're they're uh, playing their uh, grad assistant, which everyone said is that even legal. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like that the, I didn't know. So he's not even a walk-on at that point. Yeah. He is a part of the coaching staff. Literally. So how is that? He's helping. He was helping the guys, the quarterback room, I guarantee, uh, you know, going into this game, like, all right, we got to do this, we got to do that. Okay, well, I got to do this. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea how it would help. So my question to you is, because this guy kind of can't, I don't, I don't know his background. I didn't do any research on him. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, I, oh. I do know... I, I think he's capable. I okay. think because he was the quarterback last year, and then with the oh. COVID year, I've heard with the COVID year, I don't know if he was the starting quarterback last year. Okay, but he was but on. He, was on, he yeah. was on the team. Okay, and COVID year gives him an extra year of eligibility. That's how. So he was originally going to come on as a grad assistant. Mm-hmm. They realized that their quarterback sucked. He's yeah. like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Oh. Well, I, I guess, guess. Well, the the one went down. And oh, so, okay. Yeah. So the starter went down. I don't know why. I don't know. You know how serious it is, but the starter's a good player. He's like a four star. Okay. Um, he went down, so they just said. So I guess my question scramble. doesn't really make a ton of sense anymore. But I'm still going to ask it, Obert. Do oh, you yeah. think you could be a starter or a walk on starter at QB? Yes, absolutely. What, do I what mean, level do you think is your like limit? Um, I mean, it would depend on my opponent. You know what I mean? Like this, is a, that's a big part of this story. I think is the fact that they're not playing anybody. If, yeah. So. But if you had to throw me out against an FCS team, you know, and you know, as long as the coach gets guys open open for me, I'm going. So if you're in I'm a, going like eleven for twenty, you know what I mean? If you're in a good yards, if you're somewhere. in a good system, then you think you got it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, you don't think like that they're like what about pre snap stuff? That's actually a good question. But I feel like I kinda like pick it up as I go along. You know what I mean? It's like a board game. You're like, oh yeah, I don't really know the rules. Oh, don't worry, we'll just play a few rounds. <laughs> You'll figure it out. They'll so you're saying like for a few series, and yeah. then by like the second or third, I'll be like, you know what? I'm, st- I'm starting to piece things together here. <laughs> I would, I would pay, uh, ooh, ooh, what's the word? I would pay large amounts of money to see you be a quarterback against Absolutely. an FCS team. For what team would it be? What team would you want to play for? I'd love to play for Purdue. I, my only problem is I don't know if we're good enough. For, you you, know, for us to get away with you that. need more talent around yeah. you is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. I mean, offensively, you have David Bell. I still have David Bell. I mean, what if it was last uh, year's team? You got Rondell and oh, David Bell. Oh, forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. You win them by yeah. 60? Oh, we're winning by 30. I'll tell you that much. Okay. So not and quite also, 60. I've got some athleticism too. 
You know, if you need to so run you're gonna me scramble? QB draw, something what like if, that. What if... I, I'd be dangerous. What if I instead of throwing it, all you did was run, like, read option stuff? Sure. Designed runs. Sure. Like Triple Jalen Hurts at Oklahoma. Triple option? How about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think I could pull it off. Um, it's just a matter of will and competitive attitude and Which spirit, you have. Which, check, check, check. I all of it. it. All 99, of it. 99, 99, 99. Toughness, What, what 99. about 100? Oh, shoot. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So you're not the toughest. No. Okay. Second though. And it's close. What about what about Matt Stafford? Oh, give me a break. Oh wow. Um the New Orleans Saints will not be playing in New Orleans because of Hurricane Ida, which is now tropical storm Ida, I believe. Yeah. Um they will they will be playing and I what I think is going to be Jerry World, I think. They're practicing in Dallas right now. I I don't but like you're New Orleans, you need home field advantage. Like, oh absolutely. I this is going to be tough for them. I don't know. I th- I don't know how many games it is. I think it's four. I think the, the the first month of the season, so four games. Yeah, but like, how many of those would would be at home? Do you know? One or two? I can or figure three, it out. Something like that. I can figure it out right now. I don't know. It hurts. I'll tell you that much. I mean, I, I definitely uh, feel bad for him. I, I it could be an ugly season. I mean, I already, it would it would be two two of the four would okay. be home. I already thought that this would kind of be a little bit, you know. A little bit of a down year, maybe a little bit of a rebuild for the Saints. Now with this, it could get ugly quickly. It, it, so their home games are against the Packers. Uh-oh. That's a tough one. But then they got the Giants. Saints-Giants in a neutral location to me is kind of a toss-up. I mean, right now. I don't think it is. What's What are the Saints favored by? Three? Four? <sighs> probably not even favored. It's probably, it's probably yeah. a pick them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I would I would pick the Saints. And oh, I don't think yeah. I'd have oh that God. Oh my God. I don't think I'd have that much hesitation either. Jameis. What a what do you mm. Yes, Jameis. <laughs> I forgot about this. It's gonna take it's gonna take him a game or two to get into it, but game three and four, Jameis is going for three hundred. What do you think about that? I hate that. I hate <laughs> that. I think they uh I don't know. We'll see. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I, I I'm gonna root against him. I, I really feel. Am. I and feel I, like I, I feel f- bad about that one bit. Well, you're not rooting against him because you don't like Jameis. You're rooting against him because I'm rooting so hard for him. Yeah, that's, that's what exactly it is, right. and that's okay. I want to see you upset. In <laughs> <laughs> the most shocking news of the day, Cam Newton is no longer a New England Patriot. I was like, I my face, my jaw dropped when I saw this on my phone. It's like, alert, Boston Globe reports Cam Newton no longer a part of the Patriots, or he got cut. I still don't really get it. I mean, I get it. You know, you want Mac Jones over Cam Newton, which, let me say, let me put this out there. I'm a Mac Jones guy. I mean, I actually am. Um, you know, there's something to be said about the guy who does the, every all the little things well. You know what I mean? We're always after today, it feels like, the guy who's the fastest or the biggest arm, all this stuff, and it's like, Tom Brady doesn't have the biggest arm. He's not the fastest guy, you know? So it's like, I love Mac Jones. I'm sorry. And everyone was like, Trey Lance to the 49ers. That, oh, but if Mac Jones goes to the 49ers, it's the biggest catastrophe in the history of the world. No, no, people weren't like that. People were like no, that. No. People were like people that. People were not. No, people, whoever went to the 49ers was going to be in a good situation. That yeah. was what it was. I would rather have Trey Lance because of his upside than Mac Jones. Fair, but... um. Listen, I, I'm going to trust Bill Belichick's judgment. Oh, I 100%. I mean, you, you have to at this point. And I think this is going to work out great for him. And I think in three years, we're going to look back on this and say, Mac Jones was the right guy. I, I, that's what and I think. They got him at 15 without having to do anything. 
and I think the 49ers will regret it too. I don't think they will. I think they will. I don't think they will. I think Trey Lance is the perfect quarterback for Shanahan's system that he runs in San Francisco. Trey Lance wouldn't work in New England. He just wouldn't. Mac Jones, Mac Jones would work in San Francisco because I think he has a lot more scheme flexibility. Mm-hmm. But I think that Trey Lance in San Francisco is better than Mac Jones in San Francisco. Also, I think this kind of goes to show how good of a prospect um, Mac Jones is right now. I, he's, yeah, he's beating well, out Cam Newton, and so much so that they're like, "We don't even need him here." Get that? Get lost. To me, that you was a little I mean? odd that they just released him. I don't get that. Though. Like, you That's still need a backup quarterback. I still don't get that. You still need a backup quarterback. I don't, I don't really I don't understand, understand that situation. That at all. No, Are I, they I think saving money or something. Maybe I don't. I thought it was a guaranteed contract. I could be wrong. But they just signed him in the springtime. Yeah. I don't get it. It's like your question. You're, yeah. Does someone pick up Cam Newton? And if so, what team? I don't see a team picking him up as a starting quarterback. I mean, we've said the it Texans? for years about perhaps. That's the only team I would think. Maybe. As a rebuilding team. Maybe the Giants. Eh, probably Just as not. like a backup. Yeah, I, I I don't see him as a starter anymore. I mean, we were talking, you know, five years ago, you could make the argument, oh, you know, he just won the MVP, all this stuff. But it's like, and if he just has the right coaching and all this stuff, he can be a great yeah. quarterback. You can't make that argument anymore. You just can't. No, no and, and to be honest with you, they're outside of the Texans and, and maybe the Giants is like a backup for when Daniel Jones has like yeah. six turnovers in a game. You just throw him in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know who else is going to take a chance snaps. on him. Yeah, I have no idea. It's uh, it's an ugly situation. I could see him going somewhere as a backup. I heard people talking about Arizona just because he... It know, would fit the a, system. He's athletic. It would fit know. the system. So there wouldn't be much drop-off. Maybe Baltimore would li- love a guy like that. I mean, that's... you know, he's, they, But he's get, a different kind of runner. Yeah. I almost feel like maybe... Kind like a the, heavier runner, but... Maybe like the, uh, the Eagles already have enough backups. Maybe the Bills. Yeah. Instead yeah. of Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. But they've got their guy. They got they've guy. got their guy. I just yeah. I think I think it might be over for Cam. But going back to to the uh, quarterback prospects, I always said that that right now it was Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, and then all the other guys in terms of pro readiness. Yeah. But ceiling wise, he to me he's the bottom of the of those five. Um. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Physically, yes. But I think mentally, Tal- talent wise, yes. I think, I think ceiling. That's I mean, ceiling isn't mental. Ceiling is your your talent. Probably yeah, but I I don't know if pre snap and you know reading the defense. I don't know if Trey Lance ever gets to what Mac Jones does. Probably not. So, but I Trey mean, Lance is a, he's a smart guy. He has all the physical attributes. You know, Trey Lance does, and I'll give but him he that. won't he won't need to do pre snap what Mac Jones will need to do in um, McDaniel's offense. But and let me just say this. Um, you know, right now is like, and I've, I've said this again. If right now you could get Mac Jones, trade away Jimmy G, I, I think Mac Jones is probably better than Jimmy G right now. And I think that's really, um, probably, I, I don't know so. about that. Um, anyway, if they, if they could do that and put him on a rookie contract and just get guys around him for four more years, have a loaded team because you, you're only paying your quarterback, you know, yeah. less than $10 million a but year. But they still, have, they still probably be, have to pay Jimmy a little bit. You could be really good, you know. You so. could, and yeah, yeah, I can see that argument. That, like, that's what I said. You would put yourself yeah. in a better position to compete yeah. right and now. As a team that was, it's just, good. it's just if Trey Lance works out, you give him a year, maybe a year and a half, I feel like... 
you have a more sustainable thing than with Mac Jones. Maybe. That's that's Maybe. just my only thought process behind it. Okay. Uh, more Patriots news. Stefan Gilmore is on the physically unable to participate list, which means he is out six weeks. Physically unable to perform. Perform. And participate. I guess that's true. Okay. But it's, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. perform. Okay. Um, yeah, he's out six weeks, which is yeah. tough. Yeah. He didn't play much of last year, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. Was that his contract holdout situation, or was he no just idea. hurt? I can't remember. I don't think he played a ton Might last have been year. Like COVID year or something. Like Michael that. Thomas is also on the pup list. Yeah. He's out the first six weeks. And then David Bakhtiari is also out at least six weeks. I didn't see what happened with him. I all I saw was a headline on ESPN. That's tough for the Packers. Yeah. He got hurt last year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Before the before the Bucks game, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, you saw what happened in that game. Yeah. So they needed it, him. It's gonna be a rough first six weeks, but I think that, you know, Aaron Rodgers will be able to figure it out. Yeah. Just get him back healthy and then I think the Packers are in a good spot. Other big news, Josh Rosen made a fifty three man roster for the first time in what seems like ever. Yeah, I feel really happy for him actually. The Falcons decided to keep him on. He played well in the in the preseason game, preseason game three. Yep, nice. Yeah, against the Browns, he did look good. Uh, made a few nice throws, and uh, I think he led him to a touchdown drive. So that's good for him. I just it, it makes you question what the Cardinals saw. Yeah, um, I don't I, I don't know. I mean, he looked good in college, though. I, I he did. Give him that. He he did look good in college, but people thought he was the most pro ready quarterback from yep. the class. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, that I do. Twenty eighteen, Colin but, Cowherd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Colin Coward loved. That That was a tough year for Colin. Uh, Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. He hated, he hated Baker. He hated Baker, Josh Allen, and uh, and Lamar. And, uh, loved, loved Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. Loved Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen. And then the next year, he's like, yeah, Drew Locke. This kid, Drew Locke, he's my guy. Oh, he's boy. just, he's had a run of just uh, unfortunate. His, his quarterback scouting is not good. <laughs> not good. His philosophies. Well, well, listen, when you have a... Uh, backwards hat wearing quarterback. He's obviously not good. That's he, just he. He still wants the John Elway six four. You know, hey, type quarterback because of some boyhood fantasy of like loving John. I don't know what it is. You, know what <laughs> you I mean? think you think he has sexual fantasies about John yeah, Elway? Pretty much. I think that's what it is. It's like. Oh yeah, I'm in love with John Elway. So now every other quarterback has to be John Elway, and if they have a drop of wouldn't, personality, a drop of personality, get them out of my quarterback wouldn't, room. Wouldn't he like Josh Allen? Incredible. Then? That's kind of true. Um, his beef with Josh Allen was like he threw for or he was like his accuracy. Yeah, it was awful at Wyoming. That's fair. Eh, I can see that. So I saw this. Yep. On Twitter, Dan Orlovsky asked, is there a better coach plus QB combo than Baker and Kevin Stefanski? I did not see this, actually. So I thought I'm I would, su- I thought I would surprise I you. I shocked. <laughs> I thought I would surprise you with this one. What do you think? Um, obviously, my go-to is to say yes. Yeah. Or, um, is there, no. Is There's no better yes. combo. No. no better combo. Um, you have the best coach. I, I, I mean, let, let me come out with that. Also, in the, the Falcons game, the we best coach in, there. in the NFL? Yep. Stavansky. Do you seriously believe that? Yeah, he won the coach of the year last year. Matt Nagy also won coach of the year. Do you... Four years ago. And again, but... <laughs> I'll make my thoughts perfectly clear on this. 
a great defense carried what is supposed to be an offensive head coach to all, uh, coach of the year. I, I'll never understand it ever. What but, what was the strength of that Browns team last year? Was it the offense or the defense? It was the offense, and it wasn't really all that close to be honest. No, with you. it really the defense, the defense was, was kind of bad. Yeah, and offensively, I mean, the offense carried the defense. I mean, let's be real, Andy Reid. Um. Yes, I think I, he's a great coach. Yeah, absolutely. Bill Belichick won Super Bowl. I wouldn't say um, I wouldn't say greatest coach. I will give you the combo together, though. Um, if we're not counting head coach, I would throw in Josh Allen and Brian Dable and Ryan Tannehill and Arthur Smith, but they're no longer together, so it doesn't really matter. But I really only think the other comparable, really person, at least right now, until we see Sean McVay and Matthew Stafford. Um, because they're going to dominate is yeah. is Josh Allen and Brian Dable. Well, but couldn't you make the argument for Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid? I think Pat Mahomes maybe. The, the, but the issue is, is I think that Patrick Mahomes works in any system. Oh, I, okay, I see. Yeah, I think that that Baker and Josh need kind of these smart play callers like Kevin Stefanski, like Brian Dable, to um, succeed in the on the levels that they do. Yeah, probably. I, I the only argument I would make would be uh, Baker. You know, set rookie passing records with Hugh Jackson as his head coach, so he doesn't need you know a great head. But yeah, to to achieve the success he does, yeah, probably. I think, but I you think know. he's a better quarterback now than he was back then. Yeah, I agree, and I think it's he because was. of Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, probably. So yeah, that's like Patrick Mahomes. You could put him with Mike McCarthy, and he'd be amazing. And Mike McCarthy's yeah. awful at his wow. job. Awful at yeah. his job. Terrible. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had success, so you know that Patrick Mahomes could. Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl, with all due respect. But Mike McCarthy did. I'm gonna keep saying he did not win it. Aaron won it. Aaron Rodgers won that Super Bowl and the defense, not well, Mike McCarthy. Okay, but not in uh, spite of Mike McCarthy. Okay, so then would you argue that every single no. that Bill Belichick has never won a Super Bowl? It's just all been Tom Brady. No, because Mike McCarthy's a dunce, and Bill Belichick is not. Oh my goodness, he you can't is. Be a dunce and won a Super Bowl. Yes, you can. You can be outdated. Today you, and you, win a Super you can Bowl definitely have won a Super you Bowl. You can definitely but. be a dunce and win a Super Bowl. <laughs> it's called getting lucky with a good defense. Like finally, you you finally hit on your 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 defense. Finally defense plays good. good. He had one good defense yeah. his entire coaching career. Yeah, and he's an offensive guy. You know what I mean. But but my my point is is like so if all, he if hires you, his coaching so staff, does he not? What I'm saying is if you get him a good defense, but he doesn't hire his general manager, that would be the only thing. You know what I mean. Yeah, but defensive but players. I, I th- here, and here, here's what I would say. But the issue is, is like, what was I going to say? Matt Lafleur. Yeah, the Packers defense hasn't been good, and they've had the same success. They've probably had more regular season success. Yeah, no, so, they have. So they like, have. but they haven't won a Super Bowl because the so defense like, hasn't been as good as that 2010 Super Bowl, right? Or 11, 2011, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds right. 2011, 2011, I think it was. Yes, that sounds right. Okay. So that's Mike McCarthy's done. Uh, moving on, <laughs> ESPN came out with their top 100 list after the NFL top 100 finally released. And you brought this to my attention, Obert. Yeah, I did. I came in and I was like, whoa, there are a few things on this list. And I said, I don't want to beat the top 100 list to death, but it's like, there are a few things on this list that are just ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yes, I mean, yes, so- yes. We kind of had to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Do you want to start with the the one that jumped out at you the most? Yeah. Um, 
Dak being 12, he didn't make the NFL players top 100 list. Didn't make it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Dak, would, he was the fourth quarterback? No. Fourth or fifth. fifth. He was fifth. He was and, the fifth quarterback on the list. And, you know, it's like, I I, I think it's tough. I've, I said this last episode, we talked about the NFL top 100. But I said this, I think it's difficult to argue some guys, you know, being higher than others yeah. if they're not playing the same position. Exactly. No, I agree. This, I would. This I would. Well, you could. Dak at 12? I mean, are you kidding me? There like, is. The fifth quarterback, that's high. To me, it should be around eight or nine. You I, know what I mean? Something but they like had that. quarterbacks insanely high on this list for whatever reason. Yeah. And, um, but I, I would have him as the eighth or ninth quarterback. But even if he's the fifth quarterback, he shouldn't be 12. He should be like 40 or something like that as the uh, fifth best yeah, quarterback. 12 is unbelievable. He, I mean, he played three and a half games. Exactly. And, you know, I saw people saying, oh, you know, he was on pace to throw for all this. He was on, you know, and it's like he did it in garbage time. Like, yep. let's be real here. He had to do it because his defense played terrible. Yeah, no, it's it's like they couldn't run the ball because yeah. the defense was giving up so many damn touchdowns. Exactly. And honestly, the defenses he did it to were terrible. Yeah, and weren't good. He got most of his yards against the Browns and Falcons, yep. and those passing defenses got scorched all year. So it's like, am I supposed to be, you know, like really impressed about what he did in three games? Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Well, over his pace. He was on pace. <laughs> He's going to do it all. He's going to break all the records. Yeah, like if one game I go for like 500 <laughs> exactly. yards passing, I'm on pace to that's, go I mean, 1,000 yards that, passing. That's, that's what happens in the, in the first, you know, two or three games. It's like, oh, on pace. Yeah. That's always the, it's always the buzzword, buzzword is pace. Tyree Kill was number five. That was stunning to me. He was the number one if, wide receiver. I don't even know if he's a top five wide receiver, let alone. I, I was talking with Michael about NFL this. Player. I would put him at five. Yeah, okay. Who are your five? Uh... Devante, yep. Stefan, mm-hmm. DeAndre. Yeah. And then I said once we got to four, we could talk. But yeah. I think DK is probably number four. Yeah, I agree. I, I Five seem ridiculous to me. I mean, I wouldn't even argue. If you had to if you had to go with, you know, one weapon from the Chiefs, I'm going with Kelsey and it's not close. You know what I mean? I'm not going with Tyreek Hill. So, I'll, you know. That's a tough, that's a tough question, actually. Yeah, I would go. With, I would probably go with Tyree Kill, just because hmm. speed kills, and sure. he can catch the ball, and he's a he's a good route runner. It's not like it's not like he's not a good route runner. He's a pretty great route runner, actually. So, I would probably go with with Tyreek, but it's close. It's close. I would go with Travis Kelsey. He's a matchup nightmare. I mean, you just can't guard him. So I mean, you can't really guard Tyreek either. There's not really eh. many people fast or DBs fast enough in the league to cover him. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's why it's a tough. Tough call. That's a really but, that that is a very very good question. Yeah, um, Jair, <laughs> Jair Alexander was the fifth best quarterback ranked. Um, I was shocked. I was pissed off. I appreciated it honestly. Jair Alexander is the number two corner in the league. So who's number one? Jalen Ramsey. Oh, uh, you're for yeah. Uh, he's like he's like six or seven for me, I think. But I I would say ESPN pretty much got it right. No, they didn't. No, Jair's no, Jair's number two. So it goes Jalen, Jair, Tredavious. No, then Stefan, maybe oh. Marlon Humphrey. Oh, no. Then swap the two. So they're four and five, and then Xavier Howard at I six. I would have Jalen. I agree with Xavier Howard. Nope. No, no, no. Okay, um, Tredavious White. Stephon Gilmore, uh, Denzel Ward, Jair Alexander, I think. Wait, I scratched that. Denzel Ward at six, Xavier Hart at seven. That's what it should be. Okay. 
Yeah, I've got. I think I've got Jair at six, maybe seven. I don't know. That's just completely but, disrespectful. Um, James That's... Bradbury actually at six. No, Jair. you don't. No, no you I'm, would not. You would not that's put. You have. would not put James Bradbury over I, Jair I, Alexander. That's what I have. Oh my I'm god! I'm not a Jair Alexander guy. I'm the sorry. Disrespect. I'm sorry. You would but... put James Brad. James Bradbury was sixty seventh, and you're gonna put him over Jair Alexander. Sixty seven. What does that mean? Out of the. Out of the. ESPN 100. Uh, ESPN 100. Yeah. 67. Yeah, I've got him over Jair. You're disgraceful. That's what I have. Wow. That's what I have. I'm sorry. What do you think? Of, I, just, I can't look at you the same right now. <laughs> what do you think about Levante, David? Um, Yeah, that was my first impression of the list because you go from 100 to 1. So That's not how the article I was looking at oh, went. Okay. Maybe Mine went 1 to 100, which oh, is weird. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I think I scrolled all the way to the bottom to see where Baker was at. I don't know, but yeah, Baker wasn't very high. Yeah, it was eighty five, like eighty six, or yeah, eighty five. Um, I scrolled all the way to the bottom and then worked my way up, and um, yeah, Levante was eighty seven, and that was the first big. Whoa, I, I'm absolutely just stunned by that. Uh, I don't know. Levante David is like a top twenty five player. I don't. It might the only th- argument you could make is you know like, um. How high do you really want to rate linebackers? You know what I mean? I would rank them pretty high. I don't know if they're the most important position. But Levante David. But but they had Devin White, his teammate, at linebacker yeah. ahead of him. Yeah. I mean, it was just stunning. The, the, just absolutely The stunning. Devin White over Levante David right now is just, to me, it's confusing. Yeah. It's like people don't actually like understand football because yeah, Devin White's fun to watch. He's fast. He flies around, but... No one is more important in that defense than Levante David. Yeah, Levante David's a dude, but I just don't get that. Okay, so so next we're going to talk about probably the biggest story over the weekend. Yeah, like this overshadowed the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight. It it did. Like what Sunday night was it? Sunday night was the fight, or was it Saturday night? It was Sunday night. Sunday night, the fight happened. Mm-hmm. Monday morning, this story comes out. That fight, the fight's not talked about anymore. Yeah, pretty much. So that's actually true. We're going to get into Bishop uh, Bishop Sycamore here in a second, and uh, we'll have another. Th- we'll have a third voice on here, so yeah. that'll be exciting. So stick around. We're back, Mike. You I, are back. How so you doing? I wish doing the audience could see this look right now. Desperately backwards. He's going. He's going shorts. No shirt. No shirt. Zero backwards. Backwards. Hat. Hat. You know, <laughs> I was sweating last time. Colin, so. Colin Cowherd would not be happy <laughs> oh, with this you. This is incredible. What a look. So, Mike, we originally weren't going to bring you on until the Jake Thanks. Paul Tyron Woodley fight because we don't like you that much. But um, neither do your fans, apparently. <laughs> Whoa, yeah, that's true. Four views on the last episode. Ouch. Yeah, it's tied for the lowest. When it rains, it pours. Yeah, you'll, you'll get five later. Don't worry. I got my fifth one coming. Okay. Okay. Well, guess what. Uh, something happened over the weekend, and Mike was the one that brought it to our attention, so I'm going to let Mike explain what exactly happened. Mike, you want to go? Got a fake high school in the mix. Got a Bishop Sycamore High School. They lied to get a nationally televised game against IMG Academy, which is the number one ranked team in the nation. And this aired on ESPN, right? Yep. In the Canton Hall of Fame Stadium. Got absolutely boat raced, fifty-eight to nothing. <laughs> it's just—I mean, not only that, not only that, Mike. They're not even high schoolers because it was found out they're a bunch of JUCO dropouts. Oh my god, aren't yeah. even high they're, schoolers. They're nineteen plus years old. That's incredible. But I never—I didn't know that. But they played this game two days after playing in Pennsylvania and losing that one too. 
You know what I think is the boldest thing about this? Their coach has an arrest warrant, and he was on national television. How, how like what kind of balls do you have to have to be like, yeah, there's an arrest warrant for me, but I'm going to go on ESPN and you know be a coach for this team. <laughs> like what, what has to go through your head? When, this is exactly what happened. I got an arrest warrant for me, but coaching never stops. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I just the ball is life. I will die. Before I stop coaching this <laughs> fake school. So Bishop Sycamore isn't even a real high school. No, nah, their first season I found was in 2019. That's crazy. 2019, and they're already playing, you know, modern day, or not modern day, DeMatha, Duncanville. IMG, Duncanville. Like, these are top-tier high school. Like, these are teams that play out-of-state. They don't play in-state teams because they're too good. And <laughs> they're over here scheduling these guys as a brand new program, and nobody thought, like, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea. This is a little weird. Uh, apparently, they wanted to call the <sighs> game at half because they were so concerned for Bishop mm. Sycamore's kid safety. You know what's funny is a bunch of, you know, 15 through, I don't know how, how old the kids on IMG are, but probably 16 to 18-year-olds. 27. I'm... On IMG, I mean, they look like grown ass men. So they, I mean, they do. They're they're the top recruits, but they yeah. ran. They ran these like twenty twenty one year olds. Mm-hmm. Not even, it wasn't even close. That's hilarious. One of my favorite parts about this story, I was doing just a little bit of research, but it was like, uh, so IMG, you know, they're killing them twenty three yeah. nothing in like the first ten minutes or something like that, and uh, and so they're like, hey, listen, this is this isn't good. Let's do a running clock in the second half. Bishop Sycamore is like, no. No, no, we're it oh, out. no way! No. <laughs> no way! Well, I guess I guess the one it's thing. It's like, are you guys watching the same game? Your players are getting dropped. Make it stop, please! It's uh, it's the uh, the Simpsons meme. Stop! They're already dead. Poking yeah. the stick at them. Wow, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. They 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 said no. Don't make it a running clock. No, no, they were like hell no. No, uh, we ul- are ultra competitors. Yeah, exactly. Ultra competitors over at Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> well, because in Ohio you have to have a running clock after a certain school. Right? Yeah, but it because it was probably because it was a cross border type thing, and and they're not even registered appa- as an Ohio. I, yeah, apparently they're from Texas. Team. This team it's registered to a Texas league. I don't, I don't know why. So from Columbus, Ohio. So this team coming into Texas. The, there's no school for this team. It is registered. The address is a a residential home or like a residential address. You go and put it in Google in like Google Maps, and it shows, and it's like this little like kind of like the coach's complex house. thing. It might that would be hilarious <laughs> if it was. It's like police. I am right here. Come and get me. <laughs> so they originally, this year, uh, before the season started, they had a GoFundMe, right? Their goal was $20,000. You want to know how much they got? Five bucks. $120. That was that was what they got for their GoFundMe. It was to help their football team. It was probably from some of the players. I mean, it, no, it was probably grown. It was probably the coach. I'm sure it was probably the coach was like, here, I'll put 120 and make it look like we're doing something. You can get like a, like a fresh pair of socks for all the offensive linemen or something like that for 120 bucks. <laughs> there now, you go. Bobby, as a Columbus man, and we're talking yep. about a school base out Absolutely. of Columbus, why aren't you supporting them? That's a that's a good question actually, and I have no I've got no answer for it honestly. You I don't didn't like know that fake they high school. It's no, it's because no it's because Bobby's they... not Bobby isn't a Columbus guy. Mm. That's mm. why. That's it. That's like he, he's not Columbus <laughs> enough to know about Bishop Sycamore. Yeah, only the real ones. Only the real ones know about Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> so some back. There's this whole thread 
that you can look at. It's uh, it's oh, urinating. It's excellent, I've seen that. Urinating tree. Um, his at is it's at urinating tree. Perfect. You can you go look at it. No problem. Um, <laughs> this school actually was known as Christians of Faith, and there was a lot of shady stuff going on. Um, with that, really, with, with that the school. head coach, I with know, the right? Warrants? No I, way. I, I, I know, right? It's crazy. But they actually got so they were known as a school. Like they, they had the, they had the, uh, the license to be and label to be a school. Christians of Faith. A lot of stuff happened. Their academies or whatever got pulled out when the kids were, you know, just enrolled in there. Pull out there to pay the money and stuff. They got their license revoked by Ohio. Like they were no longer allowed to be considered a school. And so <laughs> this is what they do. They create Bishop Sycamore and, and try to, and now people are, 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 are hypothesizing that this was a whole money laundering scheme. My mm. question is, um, how'd they come up with the name? That's a, let's come up with two high school sounding names. Hmm, I mean, maybe you got like Bishop Gorman, just like a top. Yeah, that's team, what they so did. They probably, probably went, just, they probably went to a team and like, Okay, we'll take that part, mm-hmm. and then we'll just throw another word at the end here. Yeah, that is. Mike is just no. What are you care. doing over there, Mike? I dropped my phone. That's be my responsible, bad. unbelievable. I dropped my phone. That's we my, ask you to be a guest on the show, and this is what you do, Mike. I provide entertainment. Okay. <laughs> yeah, people want to hear your. I'm just here so I don't get against the chair. So unbelievable. All these kids, all these kids on this team created fake offers. None of them had any offers. They used fake, fake IDs, fake names, fake everything. Created their own profiles, but. You couldn't actually find these profiles. They were like, oh, I have 15 offers, 15 Division One offers. You go to a recruiting base to find the name like 24-7. ESPN even cross-referenced with their base. They couldn't find them. <laughs> the broadcasters during the game, during the broadcast were like, yeah, so they got a lot of D1 prospects, but we were not able to verify that because we couldn't find anyone. That's Ouch. bad. That's really that bad. That had to be a red flag. Had to. Well, Mike, what's the other red, red flag that ESPN should have found? That um, I'd say like probably the press conference pregame. That was not what I was talking about, Mike. When you originally told me this, you told me that these two teams played last year. Oh yeah, did yeah. they? IMG played them last year. Yeah. What was the score? Fifty-six to six. All you had to oh. do was go back and look at last year to know that this was a bad idea. This team went zero and six last year, scored a grand total of forty-two points, and gave up three hundred and seventy-seven. Wow. And somehow got on ESPN. <laughs> I would say the other big thing, going back to the whole press conference thing, was the fact that their coach came out live on a press conference, listed, like, probably went on, like, 24-7 sports or something, listed a bunch of D1 prospects off of the list. Absolutely none of them went to his school. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, we got this guy, we got that guy, we got this guy right here. And it's like, no, no, you don't, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's like someone, someone's, like, live uh, uh, cross-referencing, and it's like, He's that says he's from like Nevada. I don't. Uh, is, are you sure he's on your team? Don't know if that's true. No, yeah, but like that. Apparently, so I've heard that ESPN goes through an agency to like make these matchups or find mm-hmm. these matchups to broadcast. I think if, they do like eight a year. If you're this agency, like, what in the world are you doing? You're gone. It's you're gone, agency. There. It takes a minimal one. amount of research to find. This like it was pretty funny because after the story came out and and Mike told me about it, I went and looked up Bishop in my search bar uh, on Safari and it auto completed to Sycamore. Uh-oh. I was like, oof, Uh-oh. 
That's already not good. Is that's that's a, it's start. a snowball. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how this happens. Um, a lot of a lot of laziness, I would assume, yeah. from people who should know what they're doing but clearly don't, and uh, it results in this. And this is a bad look, especially for ESPN, who is supposedly the worldwide leader in sports. They said, Ooh. "Oh, that was I just went in on ESPN. That was awesome. I loved that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, I mean, I'm emailing this podcast episode, to ESPN, like ESPN says, yes. ESPN says they got duped." Like you didn't get duped, you were just stupid. Yeah, like that's all it was. It took me one Google search to find out saying. this would have been a terrible idea. That's what I'm saying. Like these teams were not good. Like they, or played, this team was not good. They played Archbishop Hoban the week before, it which is got very ran. good team in Ohio, but not even close to the level of IMG. Got, got ran, ran thirty-four to nothing, I think thirty-eight nothing. And they definitely pulled did. their starters like right away. Mm-hmm. It's like. It doesn't take much to find out this was a terrible idea. Yeah. In that game uh, that they played Friday that was in Pennsylvania, may I remind you, the team they were playing wore black, and so did they. They were the visiting oh team, God. and they wore black. And apparently it's because they forgot their white jerseys. We had, oh, we had imagine that explaining that. Yeah, uh, we forgot our roadies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how do you forget the uniform you're supposed to wear when you're going on the like, road, yeah, then you all bring. Why are you bringing black your black jersey? <laughs> yeah, it's you know like I mean? you're not home. And then it's like, well, hold on a second. Maybe they only have one set of jerseys because they're not a real football team. <gasps> Conspiracy theory. I think this is just a deep rabbit hole. I, I yeah, people are saying it's a money laundering scheme because you can like some of these like IMGs will pay high schools mm-hmm. to play them because people don't want to, so they'll give them incentives to. So they're scheduling all these great teams to make money out of it. Yeah. Do you think they're giving it to the players? No. I mean, they're a bunch of grown men. Quarterbacks or a coach is going to keep it. I mean, yeah, he seems like a, he seems like the type of guy to do that. How, like if you're going to do this, if you're going to do something like this, I feel like you got to do a better job than what he did. Yeah. Uh, Start small. Didn't didn't cover it up very. No, well, screw starting small. We're going IMG. We're going right IMG. away. It's like, on it's like you got to have a go. base. You can't just come out of nowhere and be like, yeah. oh my god, that's just he didn't, so he didn't, bad. He didn't have a great effort to make it look real. No, really. no, he didn't. And, and it, that's it, the sad part for guys like ESPN. It's like, how did we not see this? You know what I mean? This wasn't like this wasn't like high level. You know. Oh my goodness! Like deception or anything like that. No, it's like he—they were hiding in plain sight. And he didn't find out. Oh, these guys are just idiots. Yeah, it total was, idiots. I just whoever ran, whoever ran it was dumb. Whoever picked this game was even more dumb. Yeah, like that is. Yeah, they're not. The they're not getting though. talked about enough. Yeah, but they should be. The fact that Canton even let them use their stadium. I know they played. Oh my god, the Hall of Fame stadium yep. is Tom football Benson. tainted forever. That, the that stadium is that stadium is tainted for is ever. no I'm it's the Canton Football Hall of Fame football is tainted forever now because of yeah. this because they played it in that backyard it's just in you don't want to be in the Hall of Fame anymore this just in Boom. football is canceled oh canceled we just canceled football what I'm but I'm kind of excited for oh, oh I guess we're not making picks um, um, sorry um, guys um, no. um, gotta skip that segment <laughs> no but seriously like wow yeah that. To play at, in the backyard of, of yeah. the promised land for... Holy land, one might call it. Yeah. That's kind... That's a bad look. It's just a bad look all around. Yeah. Um, 
we're gonna we're gonna take a little bit of a break, and then we're gonna talk Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley. Can't wait, <sighs> guys! I just want you to buckle in. I'm excited. You be ready, be ready, because if say you it's a if, very not if you thought if you thought Sunday was bad, just wait, because it's gonna get ten- contentious. So I might say bad. Stick words around, to that Bobby. We're back, and it's the, I think it's the segment you've been waiting for. Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, this was. It was contentious on Sunday, but after that yeah. fight, I was whew. I was hype. Um, Very disappointing fight. I'll, I'll start off. Um, listen, we go to four and zero. I mean, I think that was the important thing. I, do do I think Jake Paul had his best? Absolutely not. Do I think it was relatively close? No, I don't. I think I think Jake won. I think it was pretty easy too, to be honest with you. Jake got um, his ass whooped, but whatever. Um, okay, let's let Bobby not, talk. That's not let's true. Let Bobby talk. That's not true. But. Um, and to me, I've never, and I've only watched a handful of fights, probably about 10 to 15. Um, I've never been more stunned in my life when I heard the words by split decision. I've never, ever been more surprised in my life. Um, yeah, so Jake won. I was happy about it. Again, I don't think that was his best. I think he could have done a little bit better. Yeah. But he did what he needed to do to win, and I think that was important. I think he showed maturity, and I'm proud of him. You know, I'm okay. really proud of him for okay. that. And the next couple of weeks for, you know, who he schedules to fight, I think are going to be really important. And I think a lot of people are going to be really surprised by how big of a, you know, ugh, you know. This next step is big. Mike, your thoughts on the fight? I will say real quick about his whole next fight. It's probably going to be another disappointment concerning the fact that it's rumored to be Tyron again. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, we're talking about the rematch. But Mike, fight. I would just like to say, I got a couple complaints about boxing. So I'm, I'm more of a UFC guy. Okay. Um, I think one thing I hate about boxing: three minute rounds. Yeah, you yeah. I can see how you do enough three minute rounds. In three minutes, like UFC is five minute rounds. A whole lot happens in. Correct. And it's just like, if you have momentum, you gotta have an opportunity to build off of it. And three minutes isn't really too much time to do it without going back to your corner. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'd also like to say this fight has reaffirmed my belief that I hate, with a passion, the judge's decision. Okay, why? So did I. I thought I should have been No, unanimous. he's talking about the fact that judges, like, deciding the fight is even a thing. That it goes to decision. Oh, okay. Also, oh. also I got to toot my own horn real, horn real quick. I was right about the fight. Jake Paul won a decision. Just got to put that out there. Okay, Mike, go back. I would like to toot my own horn. I was right about Tyron Woodley being passive little bitch. He was, yeah. He, I, I talked to Obert about this after because he had he had the hardest punch of the night uh, that sent Jake into the into the they weren't really ropes, but we're gonna call them ropes. It was a knockdown. It was they it wasn't a knockdown, Mike. It wasn't a knockdown. It was it was not a knockdown. It was a knockdown. Shouldn't have been a knockdown. It sent him in the ropes. But what I want to talk about is how Tyrone Woodley just did not attack. Like as a UFC fighter, you'd think blood in the water. You just yeah. go at him. He didn't. He kind of let him regain his his conscious. I think, you know his, his his head. I don't know. I just I questioned it. I think I think honestly saw a little bit of what happened in the last UFC fighter when um, he kind of just went for broke Ben Askren, and I think he's thinking I'm 39. You know I'm getting older. How many more Jake Paul punches? Good job, Bryce. Jake, thank you. How many more of those types of Jake Paul punches can I take? He, apparently he didn't, 70 of them because he didn't he, listen. I, I understand that, but how many of those huge, huge right hooks 
you know, every single one of them could he not a single shot. My thing here's is the this, thing if, over if Jake Paul, if Jake Paul gives him the punch that he gave to Ben Askren, which was I don't, a soft little punch, it wasn't and knocked him out. Um, I don't think Tyron Woodley gets up over. All, ha- all I have to say about that, all I have to say about that is that Tyron Woodley ate every single punch Jake Paul gave him. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, I don't think we saw I think all we of Jake's potential. I mean, he had Sunday a punch, I, don't. I think it was in the six where he ducked Tyron and hit him with He the squared him in the hook. head. It was and, a good and, punch. And way it, harder than the Ben Askren punch. And it did Allegedly. He nothing. did nothing. Didn't um, even blink at that. Um, yeah. Which is actually one of my main talking points about how I hate scores decisions. Okay. So, the way they look at it, one of the main factors, punches landed. Which, yeah. Wasn't close. That makes sense. But here's the way I look at it. I don't like looking at it into how many punches you land. I like looking at it into what you do with your like, okay. punches landed. So what does that mean? So, like, Jake Paul landed 78 punches, okay. I think. It was around there. It was That's 70 not something. Not a single punch Phase Tyron Woodley. That's True. a fact. It that's didn't. not a that's not a fact. It is a fact. We, we, you would have to you would have to literally be inside Tyron Woodley's body to know whether or not it phased him. You now can, you can see his physical reaction to it and, and if whether or not it phased him. In the fifty odd punches that Tyron landed, yep, bloodied Jake's face, destroyed his teeth, knocked him. Into how the many ropes. of them? How many of those punches though? If I don't you know. had to guess, but that's because how I'm looking because it's like. Yeah, he landed more punches, but Tyron did so much more with the punches. Here's landed. my problem, and I'm going to be honest. I, I I think it's a little bit unfair when we get into the, I think Jake Paul got more affected. I think this because his face looked worse, or I think that. It's like some guys react differently to the same level of intensity or, you know, like... Like, so if I punch some guy with a certain amount of force and I punch another guy with a certain amount of force, one guy might look different from the other, even though it's the exact same amount of force. But that's like, that's, a, that's an, a, and that's because I'm just of saying some guys bleed easier. Some guys, some guys bleed easier. You know what I mean? Ability... I, I don't think it's fair to look at a guy's, you know, physical appearance after a fight and say, oh, he it's looks not, worse. No, it's not the he physical appearance. He lost. It's not the that's physical, ridiculous. it's not the physical appearance. It's how... How they looked, how their body mannerisms. Yeah, act after the stumble. punch, I didn't see Jake stumble um, in that fight. I didn't. I didn't he did you was not see him go empty in the last? Did you not three see rounds. him go into the and ropes? Won the last three rounds. Did you not see him go into the ropes? What would you call that? I call that. He went down. into the ropes. That was a stumble. That was a big time stumble. If the ropes weren't there, he would have fell. Which Maybe. is why I consider it. It wasn't though. Um, I know the ropes were there. I consider it a knockdown. It wasn't, and yeah, I'll be honest. Listen, I'll be honest. Tyron got him in the fourth round, okay? And in my scores, in my scores... I don't know about that. I give I give Tyron Woodley the fourth. I will. 10-9. 10-8. 10-9 doesn't change the bottom doesn't line. Doesn't change the fight, Mike. Um, and that's it, though. That's it. And honestly... Actually, it would have changed the fight because one of the score decisions was 77-75. That, that would have made, made it 76-75. 76, 75, 10, 8. Um, actually, the 77, 75 was the one in favor of Tyrone. So. No, it was, it was, it was 77, 77, 75, 77, 75, 77 yeah. 70, It still would have made it 76, 75 if it was 10, 8. You could have given Tyrone another round, too. Okay, and also, let me, let me talk about this. I saw, I think, I think I saw four or five different websites uh, score the fight. Every single one of them had Jake Paul winning. And the only one that didn't was MMA fighting, clearly biased, had it as a draw. 
So, I mean, it's it's difficult for me to sit here and say, and, and Twitter, you know, rigged was trending right after the fight happened, which was ridiculous, of Agreed. course. Agreed. You know, um, they're going to do that no matter what. We saw Jake Paul get a knockout, and oh, that wasn't good enough. We saw him knock out Nate Robinson, then we saw him knock out Ben Askren. We saw him fight, you know, which was, they they said, oh, we can't go past round three. Gets past round three, looks really good no. after round no, four. No, 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 yeah. no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. He looked terrible after round four. Looked great. He, he looks, won. He won the last three. He looks gas. That's because Tyrone Woodley. You saw Tyrone fight. He did not. He did, he didn't. He was passive. He looked great after round four. No, he did. Anyway, okay. no, he did. Not. Anyway, um, yeah. So lands a few good punches after round four, and uh, clearly had the stamina to do it. So nope. I I was really nope. impressed by what Jake Paul not even did. True. And I think the notion that oh the fight was rigged and oh the judges were ridiculous. It's like. Did Jake Paul also pay ESPN and CBS Sports and USA Today and MMA Fighting and all these places and, you know, the Showtime Sports expert to say that and he won when he didn't? Just discredit ESPN, though. Sure. Okay, fine. All right, we'll take out ESPN. <laughs> so CBS Sports, USA Today, the expert at Showtime Sports. It's like, did he pay all those guys? He has the money, too. I doubt he did that. I mean, these are <laughs> we're talking about CBS Sports and USA Today, highly acclaimed website. Here's the like, fact of the correct, matter: correct. I don't think they'd want to say, even if they'd believed it, that they thought Tyron won. Why? Uh, listen, Why? Mike. Why? The, Why? the bottom Why? line: the bottom line is Tyron Woodley played or fought like crap. He was not good. He had one good round where he landed the best punch I of the agree. night. I agree. I agree. But he was he would not attack Jake for whatever reason. I don't know why. Your notion that Jake looked great after the fourth round is just not true. He true. was gassed. True. He was ga- Tyrone was 100% more conditioned for that fight than Jake Paul. And it's not even close. It's, and he didn't and it didn't show. Yes it did. Very much. And so. I'll tell you Tyrone Woodley it, just didn't do do anything about it. That's the issue. So here's where we get to. Okay. Jake Paul boxer, Jake Paul is still undefeated. Tyrone still Woodley does scared. not deserve a rematch. Does not deserve a rematch no, because doesn't. I don't want to see it. He's going to be forty. He doesn't by the deserve time it. Rematch. Jake comes. Paul should take it. It would be smart. No, it would be smart for him to take I it. Hope he unless Tyrone, because it's another believes. win for him. It's another win for him. Yeah, I agree. Um, unless he just it, comes it would, out swinging. It, if if it's another Jake Paul, Tyrone Woodley, Jake Paul knocks him out in the first round. That's wrong. And it's just not going to. It's I not going to happen. I don't. Over, I don't, I don't see, think Jake Paul can throw a single punch that can knock out Tyrone Woodley. He could. He can, and he will. And um. Okay, all right, hold on. It's going to go to decision again. It's going to go to decision again. Ben Askren, has he or has he not taken as many punches as Tyrone Woodley threw out his career? And if not, is it at least close? Probably around the same. I mean, they fought around the same number of fights. Exactly. So, I mean... If, if but you're looking at a guy whose last fight was in 2021 and a guy whose last fight was in 2019. Does that change his ability to take a fight? Yes. yes. Or take a punch? Your Absolutely. chin softens in the amount of time. Absolutely. Okay, well, by that time, we'll be 40, Tyron Woodley. By that time, it'll have been eh, at least another six months, right? I mean, unless it's a quick turnaround. They could get this thing in four four months. Okay. Because they just trained. Um, By that time, his chin you know we'll get honestly even, they should they could have another one done by the end of the year we'll get even weaker and it's and to me honestly it's just like how long he wants to wait on the tattoo it's just like jake paul you know i think i think it's not in his best i, I don't think it's i don't think it's in his best judgment to go with tyron Woodley. So i think it is next. because the guy he goes with next will likely put him in the who, is who is it who is it who is it tommy fury somebody can, is it gonna be tommy fury I, I, tommy I, fury wants it he's begging for it 
Yeah, I think well, Jake's way too scared to fight. Jake's not going to fight him. Jake's not scared to fight anybody. Yes, but he is. No, he's not. Yes, he Absolutely. Is. There's a reason he's handpicking catch yeah, fights. And I'll tell you exactly what the reason is. He's building hype for a huge fight like a guy like Conor McGregor. See, this and, is this is what I'm talking about. Uh, what? He's he's not he doesn't want to fight them because he knows he'll lose. He has not. Why does he keep he called th- out Conor McGregor? He would Conor McGregor's Conor 150 McGregor. pounds. That and he's also an MMA fighter. Like wh- when are we going to get Jake Paul to fight an actual boxer in a boxing match? Never. Like when is this going to happen? Except he does want he's Canelo, which I think is the biggest joke of okay, all time. Okay, and let me let me address this too. And uh, you know, again, I'm taking on the entire internet community here. Again, it's a notion that, oh, Jake Paul doesn't fight anybody, and oh, yeah, he's just handpicking guys that are just way worse than him. Was that fight or was it not? I mean, at least, I mean, it went the distance. You know what I mean? It's like. Which I knew it would. Clearly, clearly it was at least somewhat competitive. You know what I mean? It's not like he fought like a toddler. You know, this was a, this was a semi. But if, but if Jake Paul's as good as you said he is, yeah. he should have knocked him out. Again, I don't think Jake Paul had his best night. Hand up, I'll admit that. I absolutely will. I think he's going to come out next fight, and I think whoever he faces, whether whether it be a guy like Canelo, um, whether Who it would decapitate, whether it Stop be it. a guy like you Tommy Fury, this. of course I believe this. He's you don't whether it be whether it be, I think? whether it be a guy like Tommy Fury, I I don't think Jake Paul has any serious problems with either of those guys. See, here's the difference and, between Tommy yeah. and Jake, right? Tommy, yeah. seven professional fights. He's 22, so mm-hmm. finally a young guy. Yeah. In his weight class, I think around one eighty one seventy. Yeah, we saw he, we saw him at one eighty. I think Tommy Fury. He could go a distance in a fight, no problem. Jake, I'd like cannot. to see. I'd like Jake to did. see. Jake I'd like did. to see Jake in the octagon and look good. Yeah. By the way, in the finishing round, and I know it won't ever happen, but I really would. I'd like to see him take one of these these MMA guys on in the octagon. It's not going to happen because that would be stupid. Um, I mean, all you'd have to do is. Put him on the ground. He'd have. I I understand. That's no why he's defense. never going to do that. But even still, even still, fight a boxer. Stop taking guys from UFC that aren't you know boxers. One, it's like do a guy that does this for his profession. If you're going to be a professional fighter, or if you're going to pick Listen, UFC fighters, Jake Paul has just fights. started fighting. You know what I mean? He's just started. He's trying to go ease his the way amateur into boxing route. Yes, don't do go that for these hand. Don't go with UFC the, don't go fights. don't go with a, a basketball player that's five eight one hundred and. He's an entertainer, pounds. and like I said, I said he's. If he wants to be an entertainer, great, but he can't keep saying that he's you know the best. You can't keep saying he's the best boxer ever then, or the no, of, of our generation wait, of our generation. Our generation. My I, bad. I, and it's more of like a projection Crazy thing. So in guys, three, oh, it's a projection. Yeah, right oh, now, okay. like 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 right now, I think Jake Paul's. You know, I think he's way better than Tyron Woodley. Okay. I still think that that wasn't crazy for him to schedule that fight. It went the distance. It's not like it was a complete mismatch. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't really understand why people are like, oh, yeah, Cause, cause he's scared. It's like that was a, that was it's a real he's a, fight. It's because he's a UFC fighter, not a boxer. And, and Tyron Woodley, did he or did he not, you know, have the potential to cause Jake some serious harm. I thought Clearly I said did, before the match, so it doesn't I thought, take an expert to know he was going to be passive that fight. I thought I thought before the match that he was going to care more about this fight than Ben Askren. That was true. He did. Mm-hmm. You could tell. But he gave why it his all. but what no he didn't. He didn't, yes, he, he, did. Did, he did not give it his all. He gave it his all. If he gave it he his all, the he, fight would have been over in two rounds. He didn't throw enough punches to give it his all. Okay, but at the end he thought he won. I, he, which he thought, I was flabbergasted by. So 
she, I, I was literally sitting here saying, like, put your hands down, dude. Maybe, maybe he didn't do his all to knock out Jake. Maybe not. He didn't do his all to win. But he did his all to, in his mind, win. Which he did he his did. all. Well, we, we saw that. What's winning for him? Well, no, no, not no, no, no. Going out he, with a serious he, No, he wanted to win. He, he wanted, wanted to win. Because we were talking about this during the fight. It was like it was like round six. Or no, it was round seven. And I'm like, is his corner telling him that they're up? Because he's not trying they to throw were. any punches at all. Yeah. Exactly. I was like, what is going on? Um, So you could probably blame his corner. For I'm, blaming all, I'm blaming his entire camp for him losing. More specifically him, because you, you need to feel in the moment like, hey, I probably am not winning this thing. Let me throw some haymakers and try to connect. Yeah, I, I, I'm i going to uh, credit Jake. I thought, again, I thought he showed incredible maturity. And I, again, I think the next two weeks are going to be huge. I think the next two weeks are going to be huge, however he schedules. I hope he, I hope he schedules it within the week. And uh, Yeah, I do too. And I think he's going to schedule a real grown-up fighter, and finally the haters will shut up. And you guys will uh, it, once he fights know. once he fights a boxer and if he beats the boxer, I will finally start respecting him. And you I guys will have to that. apologize on the show. And I'm I want to apologize. I want to apologize. I want to apologize because I think Mike should apologize right I'll now. Never apologize for Jake. Mike, Paul. Mike's never going to pick Jake Paul in any fight. I hope you know that. I think I still want an apology. You're not going to get an apology. You're not getting one. I, I can tell you that right now. You can you can ask for one, but you're not going to you're not going to get <laughs> he one. He told me. Wait, what? What was it? you said? Tyron Woodley knockout fourth round. Yes, you said Jake Paul knockout first round. I did say that. So, um, wait, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. who was it? Who was right? Oh, that's right. You were. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I hated yeah, it, I as much as I hated right. to be right, yeah. it was. I picked a winner, though. You did pick the winner. I also picked the winner. I picked the decision. I did not think split decision during the fight. I thought it was going to be split. You know, pre. But like I was shocked that a judge actually picked him to win. Yeah. Like Tyrone, um, bust a man's face. He deserved at least one vote. Mike, yeah. <laughs> you keep talking about this one punch, but that's all he really I'm not did. One punch. I'm saying over the course of the fight, he oh, did more to Jake I, than Jake I, did to him. I just don't power know punches. About that, Mike, power punches. It was maybe a difference of like four. Four power punches was the difference, and jabs. I think percentage was Tyrone threw more power punches. Yeah, I think he did hit more, like quite a few substantial. It was more. like it was like forty-one to thirty-six from my. That's a from that's my a count. pretty big percentage. And Jake hit more, or no, no he hit more was, jabs, more no, more regular punches. No, no. Jake hit um, a higher percentage of power punches. He connected on. Oh yes, correct because yes. he had like thirty some, and but Tyrone he, had like fifty some odd ones out of like a hundred. But uh, Tyrone would like connected on more power punches. Yes. So, but it was close. It was close. If you look at it, I think it was 41-36. Jabs, it wasn't close. No, it wasn't. Jabs, it wasn't close. So it's like, I, I see what you're saying, but Tyrone to me... also doesn't have a jab. That's a known fact. How about... To how me, about, Jake, Paul, Jake Paul fought a better fight, and that's... I agree. No, I, I agree with you, which is unfortunate because now I got to hear and this. Honestly, I got to hear this again for a whole another cycle of Jake Paul. I'm just waiting for the hype to die down. And it's not going and, to because you got, cause, not, okay, you got how, people like Obert that want to see him succeed no, because yeah, everybody wants him to fail. How, we got people like you who just want to see him get his face knocked in. It's like, never gonna it's never going to happen until he loses. No, it'll happen. Because here's, lo- here's how I, the listen, fights are going. I said this. People I said this. Starting to realize that it's they're boring. I said this. I'm not going to watch the next one. That's too far. That's I think I I didn't enjoy this one outside of the fourth round. That's boxing matches, though. Be, but, be done with boxing. Don't be done with Jake Paul. Jake Paul. I'll, I'll tell you this. Been much. involved with three knockouts. In I will. I will fights. tell you this much. I didn't watch boxing before Jake Paul. 
There you so, go. The only reason I watched it because I wanted to see Jake Paul lose. And I've let's be honest, I've only watched I've watched Ben Askren and I've watched Tyron Woodley. I didn't watch the Nate Robinson one. I didn't watch the one where he was fighting another influencer. And it was these two, and I'm not thrilled by the action in either of them. Let so. me say this: the hype has only mounted. It really has. So, I mean, I mean if you guys are like, yeah, you had, I mean, you, you had Dave like, Portnoy and uh, Big Cat exactly. covering it. On Showtime Sports, it felt yeah. big time. It really yeah. did. And I mean, if people want to say, oh, the hype is dying down, it's not. It was not. packed. It's really not. 16,000. Three more fights until people stop. That's a lot of fights. That is. That's I a mean, lot of fights, We're talking Mike. another two But years? the moment people stop buying the two pay-per-view years, is the moment. 18 months? I have no idea. The moment people stop buying the pay-per-view is the moment Jake stops fighting. Well, we're, we don't, we don't buy the pay-per-views. Yeah, I'm going don't cancel buy. me. Don't cancel me. I'm going to buy the pay-per-view. Um, you haven't. I'm going to though. You actually going Go to? Go ahead, and then we'll find our other ways around it. And why would? We'll you, well, if he's going to pay for it, let's just. Why wouldn't you just watch it? Like yeah, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't split money. If you want to pay for it, you can. All right. Well, I'm going to. Uh, when when Jake fall, fights um, Canelo or or knocks out Canelo, I can't or believe you, Tommy. Can, okay, listen. You're I can, all going to want a steak. I can. And you're all going to want to watch. I guarantee it. No. Yeah. I won't. I, I can see ahead. how you'd I'm, say I would pay for the Canelo fight. I can see Canelo would plan how you seconds. would I listen, Canelo I wouldn't would I wouldn't watch any Canelo. of the fight because I would just watch the knockout if there was one. If there Canelo wasn't, Canelo I wouldn't miss anything. Canelo would literally Hold on die. guys. Can I can I say something? I can <laughs> I can see how you could say Tommy Hunter or Tommy um Fury. Fury. How in the world are you actually gonna say that Jake Paul would knock out Canelo Alvarez? Jake Paul's a bigger fighter. Jake Paul, I think, again, he showed great defense, which I was really impressed by. He looked more agile than uh, Tyron Woodley to me. He looked more um, elusive. Um, and I thought he connected on more um, bigger punches. So, and, and more punches overall. He didn't connect on the biggest punch. That was Tyron. I'll give that to him. I'll give that to him. Okay. But And I think... So you I think, think you think that, Tyron that, Woodley and Canelo fight, Alvarez are on the same level? If now. that fight goes a couple more rounds, Tyron gets a little bit more aggressive and leaves himself open to a devastating punch. If that goes Jake a couple, if out. that goes a couple more rounds, Jake Paul's literally on the floor because he cannot he cannot physically do it anymore. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> if if he fights Canelo, Canelo obviously is thirty one. I think yeah, he's not young. Like that. He's not young. He's he's only getting older. I I really don't. I really would not like his chances. I disagree with you about that. I, I realize think, he's fought fifty nine. Yeah, he has real boxers. He's fought a lot. Real boxers. Fifty nine people that could probably punch harder than Jake Paul. I would. Um, I would. I doubt it. Thirty eight of them. I, I wouldn't go that far, Mike, to say that everybody he fought. Is yeah, I mean, if there's a uh, stronger punch than Jake, but I would say a majority of them, despite him, yeah, being shorter, being a little bit smaller, which he would <laughs> run Jake into the ground. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see Tyson Fury versus Jake Paul. They say that's the one I want to see. They say Jake. Um, What's Tyson's weight class? Like two thirty. He's like two, two something, two seventy, I think. Yeah, he's Holy huge. Shite. You know, Deontay Wilder, Jake Paul. <laughs> that would be a believe it or not. De- give, give me, give me Jake by decision. Deontay, Deontay Wilder's Deontay Wilder's He's got like the big, six nine. He's got the biggest fist sure. in, in boxing sure. right now. He's me, also one of the most powerful boxers. Give me Jake by decision. 
Sorry. He is hospitalized. Okay, people. listen, I, I can't let you keep doing this, so we're going to stop it now, and Kay. we're going to go into our picks. How about how about that? That's How's right. that sound? I want... Because Bobby's I, just Can I have another spouting Jake Paul? I'm dead serious. Listen, <laughs> listen. If you firmly we're not, believe Jake Paul listen. would beat Deontay Wilder, that is the biggest joke I've ever We're not saying that I've you're never, not serious and mentally deranged. I've never it's seen just, Deontay Wilder fight. I've never Googling. seen him. He plans. Yeah, just watch his knockouts. But I will say this. I'll pull I, him up after this. But I have seen Jake Paul fight. And oh I've God. never been more impressed in my life. I haven't. I mean, the, the you, right hook on that man. You oh, my goodness. me, Obert. You oh baffle me. Oh, my goodness. And remember, I was a Jake Paul hater going into this. I was. No, you were Believe weren't. it or not. You were, in yes, dif- you were indifferent on him. I hated Jake you were Paul. In, All right, I different. ridiculed my little brother. Bobby, how's yes, this sir? for you? Deontay Wilder, right? Yeah. Of, he's, he's got, like, of all, all of his the, wins. Yeah. All of them are not 98%. Are knockouts or all of his fights? Ninety-eight percent are knockouts. Every um, single fight he has won, he's not. Yeah, the only yeah. one he did, you know isn't is the one that he lost to Tyson, including twenty knockouts in the first round. Uh, has he lost a fight? Yes, he's to lost Tyson Fury. One. Yeah, has Jake Paul lost a fight? But, all right, we're gonna go on break. <laughs> so Jake Paul uh, fought Tyson Fury. No, but we actually are gonna go on break. We're gonna give, bring you our college football picks next. A little new segment that we're doing that's gonna stick around the entire football season. You're gonna freaking love it. So stick around and listen and bet your house on it. Or- <laughs> oh, I was not expecting that. Wow. That oh, was hype. Are you hype? I'm stupid hype. Obert's ready to make some picks. It's week one. Last week was week zero. It was a goose egg. We got some great freaking games this week. We're getting hype. I'm scared. Ram. <laughs> just uh, just a recap of what happened last week. I went four and one. Over it went one and two, and we did not have we a guest. Talked about that, we already talked about that. With all due respect, so we, we talked about it on last. Let's episode. move on. Okay, I, I had to recap. I had to recap. Um, our guest, first guest, Mike. We're planning on having a different guest on each week. We might have some recurring guests, like me. Mike might be on if he does well. well. He is I'm, te- yeah, I'm technically already here. Already, dang. I meant for picks. Oh, okay. I meant yeah. for picks. Mike, you're you're probably going to be a recurring I'm guest. I'm just like we- a news guy. I'll find crazy All stories. All right, wait, what's the order? We don't even know what the order is. Who makes the first pick? What, what do you mean? Of the season. Um, like, Do we want it to be like, our guest? Okay, 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 okay. Lee Corso, you know how he makes he's, the last pick he's on game last, day. yeah. Who makes the last pick? I want to be last. I could be last. Okay, guess I'll, I'll you'll you go first. first. No, guess you'll I'll go give first. You first. Mike, so your podcast. you're the guest. Your you're going to go first. So I get to decide. So I get to decide, and you're going first. Mike, going first. number four, Ohio State, minus 14 at Minnesota. Who's your pick? Ohio State. This is Thursday night, by the way. I'm also going to go with Ohio State. They got C.J. Stroud also. I have to mention this. Quinn Ewers is going to make $1.4 million off of his signature. Yeah. Mm. That must be nice. Um, last time Minnesota had a big game at home to start the season, they got corn plugged by a terrible Michigan team. Give me Ohio State. <laughs> uh, terrible Michigan team, correct. Yes. Sorry. It was, it was bad. It was, that applies to Michigan every year in the 2010s. That was a low blow, Mike. 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 Number 10, North Carolina, oh, five and a half point favorite I get at to, Virginia Tech. I get to keep doing the number one. Yeah. Yes. You keep Mike. going, Mike. Who you got? North Carolina. Just got a gut feeling. Gut. I always, I'm always right. So as, he's got a feeling. As much as I love Sam Howell, they lost so much production offensively. They're in Blacksburg. Blacksburg's going to be sold out. There is, it's a top five college atmosphere when it's sold out. 
Give me Virginia Tech. This is what it's going to be. Enter Oh, my God. The student section at that game is going to be a ridiculous. Give me Virginia Tech to win. Whoa. He's calling it outright. Boom. Next one up. We got number 19, Penn State. Number 12, Wisconsin. Wisconsin, five-and-a-half-point favorite. Mike, who you got? Give me Wisconsin. Screw Penn State. Oof. <laughs> Hate everything Penn I'm State. I'm also taking Wisconsin. I just... I feel I feel good about Wisconsin. Double not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly why. I mean... Honestly, Wisconsin, I feel like, you know, you can say this every year about Wisconsin, but I've got, hurts. I've got questions about the quarterback. I got oh. questions about the running game. I mean, I'm sorry no. about it, but it's like I don't see this. You don't being have a any questions about sco- Penn State. I don't see this being a very high scoring game. I do. I have some about the offense, but I, I mean. So you're saying you're saying that. So Wisconsin wins, but not by a touchdown, but not Field by goal. a touchdown. I've got it. Wisconsin by four. Wisconsin okay? by 21, six. 17. I think it's that low scoring. Wisconsin by six. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's it. Just get just gets me over. Yeah. Gets yeah. me over the hump. Wow. This one, number one, Alabama, nineteen and a half point favorite at ranked number fourteen, Miami. This is a ranked matchup, and it's a nineteen and a half point spread. Mike, who you got? I'm not gonna lie. Looking back at it, I'm kind of torn. Switching up, I'm going Miami. Oh, wow. Have some conviction, Mike. Give me Alabama. Give me Bryce Young. Miami is nothing but a shell of himself. Overrated. Overrated. Eric King coming off of a torn ACL. First game, nah, not a shot. No shot. Give me Alabama by 28. Miami's bringing back pretty much all of their starters from last year. Pretty much. Even on the defensive Overrated. The the. The defensive front. They lost their best defensive player. Greg Rousseau. Two of their best defensive players. First off, Jalen Phillips, question mark. Do you remember who that is? I think he was a linebacker or something Um, like that. He was an edge rusher, 15th, no, 16th. He went to the Dolphins. He was one of the best edge rushers. He was the best edge rusher in the class, so... The, the defense front still going to be really good though, and um, I like I like Miami's defense, and I really like their offense. They are going to have so many playmakers. Nope. Um, it's going to be in Atlanta. That's the only thing I don't love about it. Oh, so it's, it's not Alabama at Miami. At okay. Miami. It's really in Atlanta. Got so it's it. Basically, Miami at Alabama. But this Miami team's for real, and no, Alabama's coming in there with a freshman quarterback, or at least. A first-time starter. Bryce Young, though. He's a great quarterback, and I feel that, but it's just like, uh, that's a lot of pressure. Production that's factory of pressure for Let me ask you this. Against a pretty good defense. And, you What's know, Alabama always smokes my or uh, the, the opening the opening yeah. game for them, but I don't know if they played a, you know, a team as good as Miami in the first game. So, you know what? I like this pick. I think it's probably 15 points. I'll okay. go 35-20. <sighs> I think Alabama runs them out of the building. I think it's over by the third quarter. Who knows? End of the third. Who knows? Mike, you're shaking your head. You had Alabama. What? Yeah, just looking at it, you know, it's like... Is is it because they're both ranked? Is that why? No, no, no. (laughs) If that 14 wasn't there, would you have changed your pick, Mike? Yes, I would have. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Alabama versus an unranked opponent? Yeah, they're going to wipe their... I mean, Miami might as well be unranked. No, they should oh. not. No, Miami's going to oh. be a pretty good team this year. Mark oh. my words. They're not Michigan. Calm down. 
Yeah. Well, they're Michigan's not team. overrated. And they're very well, actually rated. They suck. So. You know what's the difference between <laughs> Miami and Michigan? They're going to see the top 15 this year. Well, Miami's already in the top 15, so that's, yeah. that's not... They you should have seen gonna it. Come close. You should have said, like, Michigan's top 10. not going to come close. Mike, uh, this is unnecessary. I, yeah, this I don't know why it turned into... The, I, I, like, we're talk- I, like, I like bashing you and Michigan and... I just don't. What's the we gotta go to Indiana, Iowa? We number to to seventeen, Indiana, Iowa. Indiana, and number eighteen, Iowa. This might be one of the best games of the week. Three and a half point favorite, Iowa is at home at Kinnick Stadium. Mike, who you got? Indiana runs their shit. Oh my god! Wow, that's just. A, I'm that's going a terrible at least take. ten points. That's wow. I'm going Iowa. Uh, give me Iowa by four at Kinnick. Mm. At Kinnick. Oh my Kinnick. One of mm. the toughest mm. places to win. Mm. One of the, t- I mean, Ohio State knows firsthand, right, Mike? Funny. <laughs> yeah, I can take jabs at your team too. I'm telling you right now, Iowa is going to win this game. So what's and it's going to be a place shot. to win at, like everywhere they go, Mike. Uh, that's not the point. We're talking I'm about Iowa, asking. Mike. If we're throwing jabs, I mean, I'm Mike. throwing them back. <laughs> there Mike, are you're... a few places that it's tough to win. Yeah, Wisconsin, Virginia Tech, and Iowa are probably all in the top five. And uh, college, no, is it college? College Park, College Station, College. No, what's College Station? Are you talking about A and M? No, I'm talking about Penn State. Oh, Happy Valley, Happy Valley, yeah. Hey, uh, Mike, you're probably not going to be on another episode of picks because you're just taking unnecessary shots. Yeah. Like this, we're making picks. Unnecessary. It's we're making good. picks. It's all good. Okay. okay. Obert, who you got? I got Indiana, too. Um, I think maybe we're forgetting how good Indiana was last year. They gave the biggest challenge to Ohio State. Correct. Of anybody in the Big yes. Ten in the regular season last year. Indiana was fantastic. They're bringing it's not back that, their It's not who's... that I don't believe in Indiana. It's that Iowa at home... I know I hate I hate picking against it. I do, but it's I mean I, I really believe in Indiana this year, and as a Purdue fan, it pains me. It yeah, pains yeah, me. But yeah. Michael Penix Jr. is coming back. And this they still got Fry Fogel. Yeah, watch out for David Ellis. I actually played football against him. He's good. Go. He's very good. Indiana's going. How win bad did he? Uh, Ten eleven games. Uh, he returned two kickoffs against us. Yeah, no, it was a close game, but like it was a high scoring game. Yeah, he. Oh, wow. He's good. Number 23, Louisiana at number 21, Texas. Texas, eight-point favorite. Mike, who you got? The Raging Cajuns. It's going to be a three-point Texas win. Okay. Um, I actually got the upset. Give me Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns, baby. They were one of... They were probably... I would probably take them... Cincinnati's might maybe the only other group of five team that I I would Coastal? take. No, I would okay. take Louisiana. Um, oh, oh. unbelievable last year. <sighs> Iowa State. Do we I, not? Do we not remember that game? Oh. I yeah. hate. I hate picking Texas in the uh, in the first game of the season. I really do. But I was born in Texas. I love Texas. I've always. They've always been my Big Twelve team. You know what I mean? Hook them, baby. They're my. <laughs> they're my team. I love horns down, Texas. bro. Horns down. And every it feels like every five years they have a great new little, you know, awesome head coach, but this one's for real. You know what I mean? This one is the real deal. Sark coming into town, he's gonna change I, things. Listen, I, I think love Texas. Is a I think Sark I like Texas to roll. I think Sark gets it done eventually, but he gets off to a 
Rocky. Rocky start. I like, oh. I like Texas by 17. Oh, wow. 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 17, boys. Wow. Okay. Guys, this one hits a little close to home. Syracuse, one and a half point favorite at the Ohio Bobcat. Peden Stadium. We got a blackout Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Mike, who are you going with? <laughs> got to go with Ohio. I mean, last time they were on the dogs, they you know, ran Virginia shit March Madness. So... Gotta keep going with the Ohio Last streak. time Ohio was underdogs, they got killed by Creighton. Checkmate. Check, checkmate. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going Some with Ohio. Go Bobbies, baby. Race from memory, Bobby. All right, and Go that's Bob- one of them. Go Bobbies. Uh, Demandre Tungle. Or Tuggle. I'm sorry. Tuggle. Tuggle. Yeah. Tuggle. Tuggle. No. Yeah. He's uh, going to run for 250 yards. Curtis Will coming drop. in throwing 200 yards, too. This game's not going to be close. Um, it, it, I don't even see it being anywhere close. I've got I've got Ohio by fifty five. I think. I mean, I that's think. it. As as a member of the student <laughs> section, I know we're going to be stupid hype. Um, I'm so excited for this game. I mean, I am butt naked for this game. I mean, there's no other way to put it. Pants I, down on the ground, down, butt naked. Floor. He's streaking on all fours. I mean, I am what ready. Score to prediction. Go. go, go, Mike. Go. You you first. Fifty eight to three. Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> You know what? Fifty-eight to four. Two safeties, <laughs> Mike. That Two seems safeties. that seems a little um, okay, a, a little uh, rogue. But thirty-eight. I like it. Rogue. Thirty-eight ten. You're hearing Ohio. it first from uh, Michael. Uh, go on, go on your local sports book and uh, get the over for safeties. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bet, I bet your mortgage on it. I, I bet your mortgage <laughs> on it. They're gonna go get the Athens High School to play because it's such a blowout, and then they just get two safeties. Syracuse is going to get two safeties and lose. <laughs> I and get know, boat race. No, you know That's what? You know play. what? Punter had a great day. Punter had a great day. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Two 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 <laughs> balls pinned at the one. And that's why. I mean, they're going to punt the ball, what, 16 times probably? Yeah. yeah. At Because Ohio's just going to keep running the score. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Probably, I think, outside of – this is the biggest game of the week. I lied about Indiana, Iowa. Yeah, oh, this. This game. This is the – number five, Georgia. Mm. Versus number three, Clemson at – oh, no, I forgot the name. It's in Charlotte at Bank oh, of America. Bank of America, that's what it is. Clemson, three-point favorite. Mike? What do you got? DJ Wiggly Lee. <laughs> what, what, what? That's that's my guy. That's my pick. DJ Wiggly Lee. I'm, I'm confused because it says here. What's the team? The tell sheet. us the team. Who, who you got as the team? Okay, fine. It's the team I got Georgia. You what? got Georgia outright or Georgia to cover? Yeah. What's the, what's your score? Outright. Oh! Wow. Whoa. JT Daniels. He He's really picking JT Daniels. I suppose. Over Wiggly Lee? And George yeah. Pickens. Wow. I'm going with Clemson. Give me DJ Wiggly. Yeah, same thing. Um, <laughs> DJ Wiggly is going to come in there and he's going to he's going to play his um he's going to he's going to surprise a few people. I think I, everyone's like, oh no, Trevor Lawrence, this team's going to suck. No, I'm no. worried about the defense a little bit. Um, they didn't play great in their last game, uh, but they've got some stars and they'll be and able to get I after think the I think Georgia's offense is going to be a lot better than it has recently. I'm a little bit worried about this one. Not really. I mean, Brian Breesy you still have. You still have. Um, yeah, but like you saw how Ohio State did to him. Yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, Ohio now Ohio State State's offense, offense is better than Georgia's. Yeah, but I'm not too worried about JT Daniels. There, yeah. I said it. Go ahead. Number sixteen, LSU. 
three-point favorite at UCLA. UCLA coming off of a huge week zero win over Hawaii. Mike, who you got? Outright UCLA. I'm right there with you, Mike. I think Chip Kelly's got this offense rolling. DTR is... Oh. I, I'm, oh. not, I'm not going to fall for the uh, UCLA-Chip Kelly trick uh, again. I'm not. You're not um, going to do it? LSU has so many returning starters on this team. But they weren't good last year. Okay, okay. And they still but, don't have a quarterback. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Miles the problem for last, year, uh, for last year's uh, team, at I think it's Max Hachi. Johnson. Oh, is that who's starting? Yep. Anyway, Got it. last year's team's biggest problem was their defense. This year's defense is getting three or four big transfers. And basically the strength of the defense, if there was one. And you know what? It wasn't a terrible defense because they were actually able to you know get some big plays, take them back for touchdowns, provide some offense. The secondary was actually very solid well, last they year, have especially the, the best corners. corner yep. in the country. So, And the second best took... I think had four picks last year and took two back for scores. Are you listen, kidding me? Listen. That's ridiculous. Ed Orgeron so, on the hot seat. Exactly. So he's coaching for his uh-huh. life. Nope. No, 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 no. Anyway, no. so I no. love that defense. And Chip Kelly brought the visor back. I don't know if you knew that. The offense pretty much only lost one or two great players, Terrence Marshall. But, no. um, you know, other than that, they're bringing most of the guys back, and that was a great offense. And if that defense can rebound, which I think it can because it's bringing back everybody and bringing back – uh, transfers, a few good ones, let me tell you. I've got LSU rolling. Rolling I think UCLA. you. I think you underestimate. Actually, not rolling. Ten. I'll give them ten. I think you underestimate the power of Chip Kelly's visor and what it has. Do you, he, had, he hasn't worn his visor yet at UCLA. Guess what he did at Oregon? He wore the visor. Has he? Did he wear uh, it last week? Uh, yeah. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he it didn't. It was the first time he broke it out. Oh, yeah, and guess what? The offense actually looked amazing. Zach Charbonnet is going to run all over this defense. Expect him to have 150 yards and at least two tutties. Expect it. Okay. Mike, so each week, let me preface this. Each week, so we did a little more, we did more games this week because there's a lot of good ones and there's no NFL. Mm-hmm. So we had the time, so we threw it in. We threw in, uh, would be five, three extra games. Mm-hmm. Each week, our guest and us is going to have a lock and an underdog, okay? Now, we'll keep track of these separately, but they'll also be part of our uh, overall record. We might just do underdog separate because it, I'm not going to fault you for getting that wrong. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, with that being said, who's your lock of the week? Cincy against Miami, Ohio. And they're a 23-point favorite? I think they're going to boat race them. What do you think, Gilbert? Yeah, I agree. I mean, Cincinnati. They're, they're about be it. A, they're, yeah. They're going to be a really good team. In a few words, they are about it. You Indiana know I mean? might start the season on two. Who is that? Indiana. Why did you say that? Oh, because they've got Cincy next. Yeah, oh, I think no. it, I think it's next. I know they have them early on. I don't know what week it is though. Oh, that's a it's a well, tough start right. for for Indiana. Um, my lock is is uh, Michigan over Western Michigan. They're seventeen point favorite. I think they win easily. They usually do in week one uh, matchups. I, I don't know why. They're good in week one under Harbaugh. Terrible the rest of the year. So I've got glad you said it, not me. I've got Oklahoma for a similar reason. Did you know the last three week ones for Oklahoma? They're 31 and a half point favorites. I know. They are 31 and a half point favorites, and I still have them covering easily. I don't know if the wow. sports books have necessarily adjusted quickly enough to the fact that this game is actually being played in Norman, but it is. Probably not now. And it is at Oklahoma 
Because I think the line I would bef- the line before the uh, while it was in Tulane was at twenty seven and a half. Now I would I would say probably by kickoff the lines at forty five. And let me say this: the least amount. <laughs> yeah, of points, I know. I know. The least amount of points Oklahoma has scored in the last three years on the opening day is forty eight points. That's the least amount they've scored. Wow. That's impressive. I, I think Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma goes for fifty this game. And I mean, yeah, they got one of the most. Three. They got one of the most talented rosters know. in the country. Yeah. So and the and they haven't brought back a quarterback since Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So I mean, uh, Spencer Rattler with Lincoln Riley uh, coming. And off Spencer of Rattler looks really good at the end of the year. This could be ugly quickly. I like Same. it. What did you think of my Michigan pick? Um, let's do the underdogs. Should we do the underdogs real quick? Why? You'll see. Go ahead. Mike, okay. you go first. Mike. All right. Starting it off, we got a good old FBS versus FCS matchup. Eastern Washington. Yeah. They're winning. Words, Mike. You got to uh, talk I, I about like, it. I blanked. Talk um, about it. Yeah. Give us your, yeah. Give us your expert analysis. Well, let's, 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 you know, let's not beat Plus around nine the bush and a half. here. They're, Mike, you got to, you got to, yeah, don't, <laughs> don't beat around the bush, Mike. Nine and a half. Let's not They're nine the and a half point right. dogs. UNLV sucks. Yeah, they were bad last That's year. True. They could go be an FCS team, probably. Eastern Washington for Washington for the last four years has made the FCS playoffs. Okay, well, twenty four teams make it, but so. they've also not had a That's losing true. season since twenty twelve, I believe. Fair. Okay. I mean, they're a pretty strong that's, FCS I mean, team tough. going against a really bad FBS team. So that's like. fair. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> I saw I saw a book that had this game at three and a half. So Mike might be onto something here. He might be. He might be. I got UTSA at Illinois, five and a half point dogs. Now, for those of you who don't know much about UTSA, they have a top five Oops, running back uh, in the nation. His name is okay. Sincere McCormick. And he is going to run all over this defense. Let me tell you this: Adrian Martinez had 111 rushing yards on the Illinois defense. Guess what? I think that I think sincere that, McCormick goes for 200. I think that says more to the fact that it wasn't necessarily like I don't think that shows poor rushing defense. I think that just yes, shows it does. Corners that are slow, guys in the second rushing that are defense. slow. It's poor, not poor, poor run. It's not, if it was like poor, a designed runs, uh, most of it was scrambles. Guess what? It still counts against the rushing yards. Boom. Yeah, but it's okay. Whatever. Hundred anyway. yard rusher. Sincere McCormick is a much better runner than Adrian Martinez. I've got two is. upsets. I like Boise State plus five at UCF. You only get one upset. I'm uh, okay. Fine. Well, I just want to say this one. Okay. Um. Yeah, I got Boise State. And plus uh, five by the way, Brett Bulama sucks. I just had to put that in there. Okay. You, yeah. You also, know. how many times are you going to pick against Illinois before you learn your lesson? Um. Hmm? Probably this entire season. Wow. Yeah, um, they might win like three games. And then year, another so. one, I just wow. I kind of just thought of this. I don't know, but uh, Western Michigan is getting seventeen points at Michigan. <laughs> I mean, that's it's interesting. That's to me is just ridiculous. Oh, hey, they, I, they shouldn't be getting. I found one five too. Points. Oregon State at Purdue. I would, I would, guys. I really <laughs> like that game. I, I think, I think they're, I think they're ten point dogs. I really like that one. I would seven point dogs. Oh, it's only seven. Oof. Only seven. Wow. Let the cat I, fight begin. I think. I think Oregon State wins by ten. Why? Because it's what do you Purdue. Mean? Why? Uh, who's? I don't even know who Purdue's quarterback is. Jack Plummer. Oh, him? Plumer? He's Ooh. got an arm. I mean, God. I don't know. He doesn't know where to put the ball, does he? And besides the other team's hands, right? No, he's solid. It's always <laughs> the defense for Purdue. The offense is great with Jack. No, Plummer, and in but... all seriousness, though, I actually did look at that game, but there was one that I didn't have the balls to do, 
Mm. But San Jose State getting 14 at USC. I don't know. Nick Starkle. He, I love Nick Starkle. I saw that one. I don't know. I mean, Nick Starkle, he looked all right in the game against uh, Southern listen. Utah State. But I think it was like 60% completion listen. percentage, something like that. Listen. I wasn't all that impressed. It's week zero. It's a tune-up. That's all it is. This, I'm, I'm telling you, watch out for it. I'm not going to pick it because I don't have the balls to, but watch out. And if someone yeah. wants to take my advice on it, go ahead. If somebody wants to take my advice on these Broncos going into the I, I going in the big house, getting guys, 17, it guys, gives me Appalachia State that. vibes. As, That's what it does. No, it doesn't. Michigan's not that good. Michigan was like the number five-ranked team that year. Yeah. That would be like, that would be like, Okay, so instead that of, would be like Western Michigan. No, that would be like Eastern Washington going to Georgia and winning. That would that would be what that's like. Instead of West, okay, fine, that's fair. You know what? That's fair. Instead of Western or Western Michigan winning on a last second phantom, you know, field goal block play, they're just going to boat race Michigan. <laughs> I would like you By to speak. 15. I would like okay. you to speak with your with your mind and not your. Uh, I wish I could tell you. you there. I wish I could. Why I just, not support me? Come on, Mike. Like yeah, I hate Michigan, but I want to be a low, low realistic here. You know, you can't just. I'm throwing it out there. I don't know. Seventeen. I like it. Obert. They're getting seventeen. I, I need to. I need to find. I need to find the. Uh, find the schedules. I gotta. I gotta show you, Mike. Or I mean, Obert. I gotta show what? you what. That the, the, the Michigan historically under Harbaugh has been really good. Game one for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know. Western Michigan, man. I don't know a thing about them, but I know who they're playing, and I don't like who they're playing. You know what I mean? So it's that simple. Michigan. They're playing Michigan, and they're going to boat race them. I mean, okay. Michigan's coming in with a new quarterback. You know, I say this, and I forget that the very first game of the Jim Harbaugh era was against a ranked Utah team, and they lost. That's awkward. By seven. So we're going to skip that one. Hawaii, 2016. They won 63-3. to Right, Hawaii, come on. Yeah, I mean, Hawaii plays terrible in the si- first week. Sixty-three to three against Florida the next year, thirty-three seventeen. Okay, so that's that was impressive. I remember that. Yeah. Game. Okay, you got that. And I was against the rank. So twenty seventeen Michigan's you know status is supposed to influence this twenty twenty one Michigan game. Oh, I guess doubt so. it. Well, I doubt it. You know, what is I'm is um is Western Michigan a ranked opponent? They don't do against ranked opponents. They struggle a little bit in the first game, but any other opponents, they struggle a little bit in every game. True. But they beat middle Tennessee in 2019, 40 to 21. Me, Mike, I can't cause it's the stupid move. Oberts. It is a stupid move. And I'm not blinded enough by hatred. To then 2020, you obviously know, you obviously know what happened last year against yep. Minnesota. Yeah. So good. I'm just going to throw that out there. Don't make that bet. It's a stupid bet guys. If anything, take Oregon State over Purdue. If anything, take Western Michigan. Also, I wanted to make this. Um, take the over in the LSU-UCLA game. I could see Absolutely. that game going way Absolutely. over. That Those is, offenses are ridiculous. That is a great point. And, um, I wanted to make that my lock. But it was what's like, it at? I have no idea. Just take it. <laughs> Whatever it is, take it. Also, it Ohio 80? State, Ohio State, it. Minnesota, go the under. Ooh, nice pick. Okay. Yeah. Mike, Mike tells me, inside source Mike tells me that Minnesota scoring three points. So take I the actually, under. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I said 14, but I thought you said three. I could have sworn I, I you said, said three. Like Mike, 17. you sound like somebody who's not fully convicted to your team because I, Say, I you said, said it was going to be like a 40. Because he goes, he goes, win. it's going to be like 51 to three. I'm like, so take the under. Then. <laughs> I will. 
The one thing I do remember saying is that Ohio State puts up at least 40. Oh, yeah, he goes, he goes, they put up 50. I said mm. 40. I think you said 50, but I'm like, don't okay. be afraid to be wrong. Oh, no, he did say, he said they went like 40 to 3. I'm like, so take the under. I said like 17. No, you I don't didn't. know where you're you said they. You said they you weren't. Hearing things? Mike, are you, you said they things? weren't going to score. So now you're hearing things, huh? Mike, you li- we sat here and you literally said Minnesota's not going to score. So. I don't know. Are you telling the people to take the under or not, Mike? What do you have? The over or the under in the Ohio State Minnesota game? Yeah. I will I will find it for you, Mike. 40 points, something like that. 50 no, points. No, it's like 60 something. Let's see. Let's see what we got on Odd Shark. It is don't trust Odd Shark 64. Because, yeah, you got to take the under then, right, Mike? Yeah. If you think Minnesota's offense is really that bad, who they actually have an insane running back. Ibrahim, I forget his first name, but he's good. Yeah, it is. It's like, yeah. It's like, it's. Like, I think it's Muhammad Ibrahim. Yeah. Something like that. He's good, although everything else kind of sucks. Yeah. So Held together by duct tape. <laughs> Thank you yeah. guys for listening. I'm going to go, uh, what is it, 10-0. Um, I don't know how good you guys are going to do. You're probably not going to do great because we picked against each other a lot. Um, I'm going to do wonderful. You guys are both also, also, the Georgia Clemson picks. We'll come so. back when Michigan wins by like, 30. This will be the only time in the season they win. That's a little... Mike, you make a lot of irresponsible yeah. uh, points and statements. I just... That's, I don't know. That's my inner hatred. I Okay. But why? Like, there's no point. Mike. Yeah. Yeah, what Obert said. Come on, Mike. What Obert said. Like, really, Mike? You're, you're really going to be like this? All right, so... Mike, they play Northern Illinois. <laughs> In week three, right, they're fine. gonna All right, fine. Two wins. Thank you, wins. thank you, Mike. Two wins and Rutgers at home. Yeah, we got them at home. Oh, fine. I'll. I'll and Maryland on the. Oh, is that Nebraska? Even yeah. better. Oh, Even we got better. Nebraska, Mike. That's a dub. That's a dub for sure. You guys could start out four and two, four and one. There's only one game that matters. I I'd say four and four and two. That we're gonna lose that one. Washington. I don't. I don't feel good about it. I don't know how Kate's going to do. We're definitely losing to Wisconsin because it's at Wisconsin. So, yeah. yeah. But thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the flip. See ya.